Good morning, everyone. Good evening, wherever you are. This is Frank. Today's episode is in an article that popped up on ZeroHedged. ZeroHedged.com. Like zero, like number zero. Uh, website that was censored by YouTube, Twitter, and all the mainstream medias. The article goes like this. Mom, welcome to the global gulag. For those of you who may not know what a gulag is, a gulag is a prison camp. Back in the times that USSR had prisons where uh, inhumane conditions uh, persisted. So the article states, this has been authored by Clive Mon via Climont.com. Uh, I begin. In case you haven't noticed, we now live under tyranny. And over the next several years, thanks to the unquestioning somber-like submission of the masses, it is said to get a whole lot worse. When this whole bizarre virus pandemic or escandemic started to gather momentum, I instinctively knew that something wasn't right, that the official explanations didn't add up, and that society at large was being played, played by those in power with an agenda. To anyone with even the modicum of real intelligence, the whole thing stinks of an elaborate plot. So, driven by natural curiosity, And being a person who would rather know the truth, however awful, than go around with blinders on, I mark. I marked on a quest to find out what was really going on, what was really behind all this, and for what's worth, I'm going to share my findings with you today. Now, I understand that there are those amongst you who who are programmed by the system to label anyone who expresses view that deviate from what is portrayed as normal as a conspiracy theorist. If you are one of those who want to click out now before you go, I want to point out to you that what am I writing about now? We're living through is not conspiracy theory, but conspiracy fact. Let's start with the timing. Why was the virus? or why by weapon is that what it is, released when it was. The answer to that is simple. After years of exponentially increasing fiscal profligacy, debt across all levels of society had risen to wild unsustainable extremes, so that the world economic system was teetering on the verge of collapse. Witness the Fed's emergency interventions in the repo markets last fall. If the system, and this is in, in boldface letters, if the system was about to collapse, those in power, listen, if the system was about to collapse, those in power didn't want to take the blame for it. I repeat, those in power didn't want to take the blame for it, so they needed scapegoats. Enter the virus. 
Oh, it wasn't our mismanagement that caused the system to implode. It was the virus. Both. Yola Dodge. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Listen, never let a good crisis go to waste has been embraced with gusto by those in power. For decades, in our relatively free societies, they have had to content themselves with economic plunder. Economic plunder, granting themselves inflated salaries and bonuses and stock auctions and position on boards, etc. But this virus, this pandemic, has threatened them with the opportunity to will what despots always crave, which is raw, unbridled power over people. And the more of it, they will, the more. And, and, sorry, and the more of it they will, the happier they are. This pandemic has presented them with the opportunity to implement a totalitarian regime, and not just in one country, and this is in both phase, not just in one country, I repeat, the opportunity to implement a totalitarian regime, and not just in one country, or even a geographical region, but for the first time ever, over the entire world. And this will have one distinct advantage over all previous totalitarian regimes, which is that there will be nobody left to fight back. The window of opportunity for the ordinary citizen to prevent this happening is already rapidly closing. And if the current apathy, indifference, and conformist stupidity of the masses continues, as it looks sad too, then their fate will be sealed as they become and tomb in a global gulag. So, who or what are the immensely powerful plutocratic forces that are intent on bringing about this global technocratic totalitarian regime? Wolfie's question. The first thing to understand is that all the widely accepted leaders of society, such as celebrities, the clergy, and politicians, are all marionettes, puppets. They do not speak and act in accordance with the aims of the true masters of society. Then, they are marginalized or replaced. Special mention at this time must go to spokespersons for the medical profession, who must, of course, be pro-vaccine. All right, so who are they? Ask yourself a simple question. Who has the power to create unlimited wealth for themselves and for their favorite associates at the touch of a few keystrokes? You got it, the central banks. Who pass on the tab for their profligacy to society at large by steadily eroding the purchasing power of money? Thanks to the dollar being the global research currency, the Federal Reserve is the king of them all and cut the shots. All other central banks absurd Serbian to it. Greg Manarino even goes so far as to say that the Federal Reserve was behind the virus, and it's certainly easy to see why this might be the case. The central banks and the leading largely face, face men, faceless men, within them are the true master of the world, the real shadow government. And if they, 
who are behind this drive towards our global totalitarian society. Boldface letters. Question in boldface letters. What are their goals? Well, they are already enormously wealthy, so more money is not a primary objective. What they crave is more power. Absolute power over people and their lives. That is, that is what drives them. They are intent on creating a new feudal. Listen, new feudal. Feudalism, feudalism, new feudal. Yeah, new feudal, two-tier society. Two-tier means two sides. Two-tier. Where they are the top tier, fabulously famous, wealthy and wielding absolute power over everyone else who will exist if they are permitted to, as an army of servants. This is, of course, a big reason for the lockdowns. The reason for the lockdowns, what they call quarantine, right? Is to destroy the independent middle class and their businesses, so that they then have to work for the large corporations owned by the elites and are thus more dependent on their masters as are those living on meager handouts. It is sad to witness businesses like restaurants struggling to survive, doing things like spaced out tables or takeout in the brief interlude before more brutal, more brutal lockdowns. Listen, uh, they are designed to finally wipe them out completely. Question. In bold-faced, how is it possible to paralyze with fear billions of people with fabricated and lurid stories about a killer pandemic into giving up their basic rights and mass and submitting to being treated like farm animals? Simple. To control the input via, via the mainstream media. Ordinary people are not called the masses or nothing. They are largely ignorant, stupid, and gullible. That's why, instead of seeking to educate themselves about what's really going on, they fritter their lives away watching soaps, video games, and following the lives of the celebrities, etc. Bold-faced letters. By owning and controlling their favorite media, you control their limited thought processes, and they are susceptible to any propaganda. Basically, by the skillful use of propaganda, you can get the masses, or about 70% of the population, to do anything you want. And then, and then they can exert peer group pressure on more thoughtful individuals to conform. Close both his letters. A classic and glaring example being the wearing of face masks which is stage sanction, collective paranoia. And if it doesn't work, they are forced to conform and wear them by means of fines or imprisonment. Imprisonment, yeah, go to jail. It is worth noting that the most powerful institutions in the world, especially the banks, media, and Wall Street, are heavily peopled by their race who cannot, no, 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 cannot be criticized. Quote, 
virtually all media, that is, newspapers, TV channels, radio stations, and now websites, are controlled by the same plutocratic forces. Which is why you have to be careful what you say on Facebook and Twitter, or they flick the switch and manage it. This is why, once the scandemic started, scandemic, sorry, once the scandemic started, uh, both his letters, the masses were bombarded with wall-to-wall, 24-hour scare stories about the virus, involving lies, exaggeration, and distortions on an epic scale, with non-stop repetition drumming it into them. They foolishly and unquestionably sucked it all up and submitted to being locked up in their houses for months. And now, and now, have to wear diapers on their faces to establish their credential as dumbed down fearful submissive sheep. When you confront them with this, they say, oh, but, but people are dying to, of the virus. To which the correct response is, so what? People are dying all the time of flu, old age, and um, up teen older illnesses. A lot, no various, up teen. Interesting word here. Um, teen. Then they try to quote alarming stats at you, stats, statistics, if they remember them not realizing that all these case numbers are gross exaggerations. Say capital, both his letters, close, caused by phony test results, and anybody who dies of anything being labeled as a COVID-19 death. Hmm. On the television, they quote death stats at you, intended to alarm, but when you do the basic math and compare the death, face, even if you take the grossly inflated figures at face value and compare them to the total population of the country question, you realize that the percentage of people supposedly killed by this pandemic is tiny, usually of the order of not 0.5%, maximum, usually much less, which is hardly the order of Black Death, which killed one in three. Close both his letters. One tactic, tactic that they are currently using in the U.S. is to do huge numbers to, of tests to bump the cases up, bump the number, bump the numbers up, in order to justify more lockdowns. These lockdowns are never justified in any case because in a normal society, you look up the sick people, not the healthy people. Both his letters. All of the draconian measures put into place around the world that are purportedly employed to protect the population from the virus are actually intended to damage the immune systems of people by design in order to make them weaker and more susceptible to illness later. Close capital letters. And don't forget, if they are admitted to hospital with the flu, it will be labeled as COVID-19 to ramp the stats. Ramp means inflate. Thus, we have enforced house arrests, the lockdowns, which are designed to stop people getting out, taking air and exercising and spending time in the sun, 
which is important, important for the immune system. The masks, which restrict respiration, not to mention they collect fungi, bacteria, uh, dioxide, and gases. My personal quotation, comma. The social isolation, which is intended to make the people anxious and fearful and damage the social fabric. Plain common sense dictates that the right way to deal with a virus epidemic, especially one that only kills a small percentage of the population, is to carry on with normal life and let it do what it will. Those who catch the virus will mostly recover, especially the young, and will develop some immunity. Label. Another reason for flexing their muscles with the curfews, the lockdown orders, and the mandatory mask wearing is to have the population accustomed to getting down on their knees before the power of the state as a warm-up to full martial law. I repeat. Another reason for flexing their muscles with the curfews, the lockdown orders, and the mandatory mask wearing is to have the population accustomed to getting down on their knees before the power of the state as a warm-up to full martial law. Close label. Close uh, boldface letters. There was... And there's absolutely no reason to deny people access to beaches or park. Uh, this is drone, as this was drone photo of Siesta Key, Florida, on a sunny summer day when the car park on the left is normally full. The reasons for doing so are malevolent to damage the health and well-being of citizens and to demonstrate the power of the state. One of the big reasons that the end. WO stands for New World Order, is determined to isolate people, is to stop them gathering in groups. The better to prevent the interchange of ideas, which may result in large numbers of people gathering and deciding to overthrow their common enemy. Ballface close. Namely, the central banks and the government, especially when the implosion of the debt bubble and or hyperinflation renders them destitute, destitute and desperate, the New World Order are thinking ahead. The storming of the Bastille in Paris in 1789 could not have happened if crowds had been prevented from gathering. It's very easy by selective editing and exclusion to control the, the minds of young people like this, whose literary education largely comes from Facebook and Twitter, many of whom don't have a thought in their heads that wasn't put there by someone else. Now, there are three key plans that the New World Order are going to use to impose their plan to Arconian totalitarian matrix on the peoples of the world for our next edition.
Okay, we go R2, zero hedged. On our last uh, episode, we were dealing with uh, uh, what is the intent of wearing masks, lockdown, social distancing, and the full martial law uh, in motion. Now, we'll continue with the article. If you might remember, last time we were talking about the three planks that the New World Order are going to use to close their plank for and the totalitarian metrics of the people of the world. You might remember that. So let's continue with that now. There are three key plans that the New World Order are going to use to impose their plan to draconian totalitarian matrix on peoples of the world. Number one, a cashless society. No cash. Online transactions. Virtual money. Bitcoins. Two, forced vaccination. Mandatory. Obligatory, we could say. Vaccination. Three, enforced mask wearing. And these plans are already well advanced and are already being imposed in the case of the mask. Let alone sanctions and even imprisonment. Or you could be easily filed a suit of attempted murder. Personal cool. The four main reasons that the New World Order want to implement a cashless society are as follows. One is that the banks can take a cut, even of the smallest transactions. Another is so that no one can enter into financial transactions that are not subject to the scrutiny of the state, and therefore they cannot escape the taxation dragnet. Still, another is to prevent bank account holders from withdrawing cash and possibly triggering runs on banks. And the fourth big reason is that banks will be free to impose negative interest rates which is a polite way of saying that they're going to plunder your accounts. And if they are in a really bad mood, they can resort to bail-ins, outright theft from customers' accounts. A cashless society, therefore, means that banks have absolute financial power over you and your life. Both these letters. Close. No wonder they want to introduce it. No wonder. Bold-faced. A big reason for imposing draconian restrictions on the population now and going forward is to coerce more people into accepting, accepting being vaccinated. Close. Bold-faced. The vaccination certificate will be presented as a passport to a relatively normal life. Initially, it will be voluntary. And coercion will work with many people as they will not be able to do things like board planes and even eat at restaurants without the required certificate of compliance. Eventually, those who don't comply will wind up being a minority, will be subjected to more extreme coercive measures, bordering on being pinned down and given a jab. The propaganda machine is already going full bore using reverse psychology, 
by suggesting that initially there might not be enough vaccinations to go around and that if you're fortunate, fortunate, um, you will get on the list to receive a shot. What the poor unfortunate fools lining up for free shops don't realize is that these vaccinations will be full of all kinds of unpleasant gunk, some of which could be DNA altering. They can at any time use these vaccinations to conduct selected calls. Bill Gates has made no secret of the fact that he wants to wipe out a large number of people. Another aspect of this vaccination scam that should be considered is that these vaccines are being fast-tracked at such a rate that adequate safety checks cannot and will not be made and therefore it should be regarded as dangerous. And this, of course, may be due in part to the huge windfall profits prospect for the companies involved. Boldface letter. The mask is the supreme symbol of the triumph of the will of the new world order over the mass of the population. It's rich in symbolism. I repeat. The mask is the supreme symbol of the triumph of the will of the NWO over the mass of the population. It is rich in symbolism. Mm. Close both face. To start with, it doesn't work because the because virus particles are so small they go straight through it. The purpose of the mask is to demonstrate that the iron will of the state prevails. Boldface. It is at once a symbol of compliance, a symbol of conformity, a symbol of submission, a negation of individual personality. These people cannot see your face. Close full face. And best of all, through impeding normal respiration, it damages it damages your immune system. That makes you more susceptible to catching the virus. The few thinking people who try to refuse to go along with this insanity will in time come under increasing attack from the majority and are already being subjected to fines. CNN is airing pro-mass propaganda, which goes something along the lines of no wearing a mask says something about the person's not wearing it. Close quotation. Which is clearly an incitement to discrimination and possible violence. Actually, they are running away. It says that he or she is not a mindless, submissive sheep. Both is later. The three measures described above constitute a frontal assault on the basic human rights of citizens. A cashless society makes citizens automatic victims of usurers. Usurers. The banks. Forced vaccinations makes them victims of big pharma racketeers and puts them at risk of death through eugenics programs. And the mass is an attack on one of the most basic human rights of all. 
the ability to breathe freely. Taken together, it should give you the clearest indication of what the cancers behind the intricate and comprehensive plot have planned for humanity. And they're only just getting it started. Boldface. I have told you on numerous occasions that democracy is an absurd, self-defeating concept. Close boldface. The reason is simple. You cannot have a system where ignorant, stupid people have the same bold as intelligent, discriminating people, who they vastly outnumber. The result is mob rule and politicians getting voted into office not because they are conscientious individuals who will work for the betterment of the lives of their constituents, but because they kiss babies and promise them mob the earth. Close, close, boldface. The result is the current unsavory collection of shameless gangsters and opportunists who now run Western societies, opportunists, who run, who now run Western societies and who their constituents, on the one hand, while serving as compliant stooges for the noble order masters on the other. Boldface opening. Thus, true democracy can only be a temporary state of affairs and must cycle through to tyranny. Which is what we are seeing now, and in a way, the masses deserve their fate. Close, boldface. Well, it's certainly not true of everyone. A very large number of people these days are brainwashed, careless, cowardly, indulged, insouciant, ignorant of what they really matters. Physically soft, timid, and baby individuals. Vapid individuals. If they weren't, the new order could never have pulled off what they have so far this year. Bold-faced. Their assessment of the masses as gormless cheap. We can do anything to have been proven correct. I've been proven correct. Just walk down the street these days and you will see this. Close bull face. There was a demonstration in Germany a few weeks ago by a quite large number of people who saw through the plot, but this was, of course, downplayed by the media and unfortunately not repeated elsewhere. In the United States, which is one of the countries that will be hardest hit by the economic meltdown, they are playing a very crafty game by pitting left against right and black against white. The name of the game is Divide and Conquer. The masses will be too busy hating and killing each other to go after their joint enemy. So, the left called for the draconian state intervention to stop the spread of the virus, and the right called for the draconian state intervention to stop the rioting, which was bankrolled by powerful forces. Boldface. We does appear to be entering a new dark age. And unlike journeys of the past, there is likely to be an early end to it because it is truly global in the scope. As the world closes in and the matrix solidifies, all sources of dissident will be snuffed out 
and were deemed necessary, forcibly eliminated. I will think of yourself to say, Mon, if you know all this, why are you saying it? There's a risk of them coming after you, is there not? Close quotation. Well, this is theoretically true. They're only they are only really concerned by articles or reports of this nature that have a high circulation. Hardly anyone in comparative terms will read this, and then it will disappear and be forgotten about. Of course, farther down the road, when the matrix really closes in, no dissonant at all will be tolerated. The masses are so dumb that me writing this won't make any real difference. It will only have the impact on the few that read it with whom it resonates. The masses are not going to watch a real important video like this by Greg Manarino, which has a relatively modest 31,800 hits when they can watch slash videos like this one that has more than 642 million hits. It is this mindless obsession with trivia that is one reason why we are now falling into the abyss. Well, these are the grounds for optimism. The ease with which the New World Order got the masses to voluntarily shut themselves in their homes and wear face vipers, diapers, etc., without much dissent, will embolden them to go full steam ahead with their draconian plans for more severe lockdowns, permanent diaper wearing, the elimination of cash, contact tracing, and endless surveillance and forced vaccination. The freedoms so unfortunately being given up will be very hard, if not impossible, to recover. It's important not to underestimate the ruthlessness of the enemy. In the space of just six months, in a rampage of unrestrained malevolence, they have all but destroyed the airline industry, the catering and restaurant industry, the travel industry, and have decimated 50% of the small businesses in the U.S., leading to about 40 million job losses. They have imprisoned people in their homes for weeks and sometimes months on end, denied children schooling and the necessary company of other children, and forced the population to wear oxygen-stealing masks and permanently damage the health of millions through this means and by denying them access to air and sunlight. It should be thus be clear that they are capable of anything, up to and including the mass murder of millions, which they may achieve through the intentional disruption of food supplies or through tainted vaccinations and perhaps both. Ominously, they have been emboldened by their successes up to this point and cannot be expected to push on until they have achieved their objective of absolute power over and total control of the population who can look forward to being exploited even more severely in a neo-feudal master-servant type society, which will lead a reward for their cowardice and docile stupidity of recent months. I don't pretend to have all the answers on this. These are the pieces of the puzzle that I have been able to pull together over time. Unfortunately, we have enough here to see the picture, and it is not pretty at all. This is Frank. Your hedge, stay tuned and bye for now.